Hey everyone, thanks for checking out Campfire Stories. Did you know that you can tune into our live stream every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, right here on Spotify? That's right. You can listen to our show live every week. But Corinne, you have to tell them the best part. Uh, how could I forget? Want to join the discussion, chat around the campfire, or share your own ghoulish and ghostly story? All you have to do is download the Spotify Live app by following the link in our episode description. Nothing to be scared about. Maybe. You can sign up for free or use your Spotify login to join. Then follow Campfire Stories to get notified when our room is going live and we'll save a spot for you by the fire. So remember, you can listen to Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, or join us to share your story on the Spotify Live app available now at the App Store. You bring the stories and we will bring you the campfire. everyone happy tuesday it's campfire stories tuesday i'm gonna bring corinne up here and if you saw on our social media we have a extra special guest tonight once i get corinne up here i will we will share it all with you uh it is our 30th episode there's corinne got her hello hello hi corinne uh-oh. Hi, spooky people. What did I do wrong? Why can't I hear anything? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. I'm going to figure this out. Give me one second. Yeah. For those of you who are coming in right now, it is a two-hour special. We have Michelle T., who is going to join us and do some tarot readings. Yes, we are so excited. So excited. Once she comes in, we will bring her up on stage. I do see that Michelle is here, so we can just bring her oh, up. Here. But okay. um, yeah, I'll just, as, as Sabrina's doing that, I know obviously there's a lot that's happening in the news today as well, and, and things are quite heavy. I know we have a lot of people who uh, are affected by this, and so we're just wanting to let you guys know that we're we're thinking of everyone and we're thinking of the people who yeah. lost their lives today. It's really, really horrible, really, really sad. Um, but we're grateful that we all get to be here together and that this yeah. is such a warm environment and warm community that we've all created and that we can lean on each other for support. And you know, we have Michelle here to talk a lot about her spirituality and her practice, and we'll be doing readings for us. So hopefully this is a uh, welcomed break from everything that's happening, and we're excited to introduce her. Yeah, thank you for saying that, Corinne. So well said. And um, welcome, Michelle. Hi, thank you. It's really fun to be in uh, somebody else's room. I know. <laughs> it's so exciting. For everyone who doesn't know, Michelle is the author of Modern Tarot and also the host of the podcast, Your Magic, and has a show similar to us on Spotify Live called Ask the Tarot on Thursdays at 6, right? 6 p.m.? It's Thursdays at 6, although this Thursday it's going to happen at 5. Oh. Yeah. Just going to have another event that night. So no worries. We'll, we'll be there. We'll be there. <laughs> and we're so glad that you're here with us. We have so many questions, and I know our <laughs> listeners are also so excited to interact with you. And oh, 
fun. Learn more about you. Cool. I see that there's like, I love what you were talking about. Um, the community that you guys have built here mm-hmm. with campfire stories, because it feels very similar to what's going on at Ask the Tarot. And I see that there's like folks from Ask the Tarot that are here in the chat. Saying, oh, yay. Oh, like, we were so hoping sweet. that. Yeah, yeah. Just a good amount of crossover. Oh, just so, so much sweetness and really, yeah. really necessary. Well, Michelle, yeah. I know that you've been practicing tarot for many, many years. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that Sabrina and I talk a lot about, we have bonded with each other over our shared experiences with the paranormal in terms of mm-hmm. growing up in haunted houses and, and stuff like that. But we both have little things that happen or little moments that happen in our lives where we're like, ooh, this feels a little bit witchy. Like, how do we sort of hone in on our craft? Tap like, what into are, our yeah. skills. So right. how did it happen for you? Um, I, I feel like I, that, that resonates what you're saying that like you guys just kind of grew up seeing or feeling paranormal events. I don't know that I felt like paranormal events per se, but I always just felt a sort of, I don't know, I felt witchy, I guess. And I really felt (laughs) like the women in my family, um, even though they were all sort of like crunchy, not crunchy, but just like cranky crotchety Catholic (laughs) women from New England who just like chain smoked and had weird (laughs) time I was like they're witches like they don't think of themselves as that but they're always having prophetic dreams and then playing the lotto and like astrology and numerology I love this you have Corinne's interest when you say lottery Corinne is (laughs) dying doing the lottery I should go find those people because I live I live in Boston Michelle so I'm right by where you grew up Oh my God. Well, there's just something also about that area. Don't you think? I mean, like, yes, it's such a creepy place. <laughs> there's just so much, there's so much haunted spaces there. Um, but yeah, you know, I, um, there used to be a, a psychic tea room. Well, actually there, there's a version of it that still exists, but it's so different that it's, it's barely worth recommending, but it used to be a psychic tea room um, in downtown Boston in Boston in the eighties. And my grandmother brought me to it when I was like, 12 or 13 and you would sit and it was just like a cafeteria. Like it had no aesthetic, no vibe. Like it just was like harsh lighting for mica tables. And then these like strange old, like European women who would bring you a cup of tea and then with all the leaves just floating around in it and you drink it. And then they would like tell your fortune based on it. So I feel like I was always sort of gravitating and then also being exposed to these um, sort of psychic uh, little portals, you know, uh, ways to think that there's about our world um, in a way that sort of foregrounds the mystery that we're in all the time. Yeah. So question, have you had any personal like paranormal encounters? Do you feel like you're in touch with the spiritual world outside of just tarot? Um, I have had two really paranormal experiences that really left a mark on me. Um, one is a real fast story. The other is a little longer, but I can keep it short. Should I share? Yes, yes we would okay. love to be here. Um, when I was in my 20s, I was living in San Francisco. I was in love with this girl, Zon, who was like sort of into me, sort of not. We were dating, but she just had like one foot out the door. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a really intense best friendship with this girl, Heather. And the three of us hung out a lot. Heather lived in a converted warehouse um, where everybody had built these almost like these little tree houses, these wooden boxes that you climbed up into like a loft to sleep in. And we were having a slumber party. Um, 
and inside the loft area, it was complete darkness. There was no light getting in from anywhere. Um, there was no windows. There was no lights on in the warehouse. And I, I went to sleep and I had really bad um, period cramps. And I woke up from a nightmare and I just sort of opened my eyes and there was a ghost hovering over my friend Heather. Oh, yeah. Just, just, you know, just something I'd never seen before in my life. Um, Zahn was sleeping in between us and I looked and I believe I like sat up and it, it, the, the being seemed to be made of light yet didn't cast, didn't shine on things, didn't really cast light, but seemed to be light. Yeah. It seemed like it was maybe an adolescent sort of androgynous curly hair and of course, I've always wanted to see a ghost my whole life. So I thought until I saw one, and then I <laughs> freaked out. And I, I took my hands and I like rubbed my eyes like in a cartoon, like you know. And then yeah. opened my eyes, and the ghost was still there. And it, it's looking at me. I'm looking at it. I feel like I saw its mouth sort of twitch, and I just was so filled with terror. And I was like, if this thing speaks to me, I'm gonna lose my mind. Like I'm. <laughs> I don't want to hear a voice, even if it's a cute little like child voice, I don't want to hear it. And so I did that thing again where I closed my eyes and I rubbed my eyes. Um, and then when I opened them the second time, the being was gone, but you know how you, you know, if you stare at a lamp and then you turn the lamp off, you see the image, mm-hmm. its image was still in the darkness. Because it, oh. was, it was made of light. It was so wild. When I told wow. my friend Heather about it, I said, Heather, you know, I woke up, I was like, there was, I think I just saw a ghost over you. And she said, was it a child? I always see children. And I was like, yeah, kind of, you freak. It was. Why didn't you tell me this about you before you, <laughs> party? you know? Um, so yeah. And the, the, the thing about seeing a ghost is kind of a bummer is I knew so strongly right after it happened, what I saw, but in the intervening years, it gets so easy to be like, did I see that? You know, it's right. so question yourself because it's not like I've seen any ghosts since, but I also haven't hung out with Heather that much since then. Either, so. <laughs> well, I'm just grateful that you had two people next to you. I mean, maybe they weren't experiencing it with you because they were asleep, they or, were asleep. or whatever, but, but you at least had, you weren't completely alone in the room being like, what is this? Yeah. yeah. It's nice okay. to have some warm bodies next to you. <laughs> yeah, Totally. Can I ask you guys, like, have you, it sounds like you've had some haunted experiences. Do you, did you ever see any entities that seem like they were made of light? So, yes, the, the kind of main experience that I've had in my life was this experience that a lot of our listeners have heard, but it was in a dream and I had seen these white and light or figures and dark black figures fighting over my sister's body. Ooh. And I, I feel like the way you're describing this like light, bright energy is how I em- envisioned and saw the the white light figures. Wow. Wow. And I, I kind of interpreted it as like good and evil fighting over my sister. There's more to the story where my dad walked into my sister's room, like kind of at the same time I was having this dream and a dark demonic voice came out of my sister saying, get out. <laughs> or, or I should say, get out. No. So, <laughs> um, I did not want to hear. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, but those are the voices I enjoy doing. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> it's interesting too, because I, I think when we talk about spirits, I think when thinking about a warm or, or 
an angelic spirit, we often think about light and Mm -hmm. brightness. And I think that that comes across in a lot of the stories that we hear. But my only experience where I felt like overwhelming warmth and love and comfort, the actual image of the spirit that I saw was much darker. It was this woman, it, it was when I was in middle school, I was really struggling with being bullied at school. And so I was having a lot of difficult nights in my bedroom. And I vividly remember multiple times throughout like a two year span when all of this was happening from a corner of my room, which is where the mirror was, which like, of course, the portal, the mirror, Mm. there was this woman who would come out and she had really long, dark, like almost jet black hair. And she wore these really dark drapey clothing, like really, there was no structure to it. And so her image was very dark. Like she, she had dark hair, dark clothing was coming out of a dark corner, but she just exuded so much warmth and love. And it was really interesting because normally you would see like this, you know, long, dark haired lady coming out, creeping out of the corner is something scary, but it really wasn't. Wow. I don't know. We don't, this is the thing Sabrina and I always say, we're like, we don't really know that we have the answers to like (laughs) what's anything really. Yeah. (laughs) The other um, paranormal experience I had is completely baffling. Like, I still don't know what to make of it. At least the one I already shared, I'm like, that was a ghost, (laughs) you know, or like whatever, you know, file under, you know, ghost slash spirit. But um, my other experience also had to do with Heather, who was (laughs) clearly like, (laughs) Um, we had gone on a road trip together, me and Heather and our mutual friend, um, uh, Carrie. And while we were on the trip, it became, we all met up in Michigan. Um, and okay, I'll start. I'll start there. Yes, uh, we all we all met up in Michigan because Heather's grandparents had just died. Her grandmother and grandfather, one after the other. She was there with her mother, sort of getting the house ready to be sold. Me and Carrie had been at a music festival. We met up with with Heather with the thought of doing a cross country road trip back to San Francisco. How fun! We're in our you know twenties. It's the nineties. Mm-hmm. So much fun. So we get there and the house is really empty. And um, me and Carrie are pretty beat from having been sleeping in tents at this festival. We um, are happy to be sleeping inside. We're happy that, you know, um, Heather's mother feeds us spaghetti and gives us some wine. (laughs) Good night. And, you know, I I let Carrie have, there's like a twin bed in one room and she sleeps there. And I'm sleeping on a floor and a very, like on a shag carpet. I'm really comfortable. I can't wait to sleep, you know, indoors. And then, okay, do you know that funny thing that happens when um, you're about to fall asleep, but it feels like you're going to fall off a curve? Yes. Yeah, I get that a lot. I know. That's a mysterious thing, too. I mean, probably there's a scientist that can explain it to us. Yeah. (laughs) It feels very mysterious when it happens. And this night, it was very mysterious because um, instead of sort of jolting, I couldn't jolt. It's like I had sleep paralysis. So the sensation Mm. of falling continued and continued and continued. And it felt so insane. And basically it began this entire evening of sleep paralysis and feeling this terrible sensation, like almost like something was trying to pull my soul out of my body. I don't know how else to explain it. And I really wrestled with it. And I was thinking, you know, at the time, you know, I was, um, you know, very much interested in the occult like I am now, but I was also, you know, I'm sober now and I wasn't then. And I had just been, you know, really abusing my body at this music festival. So I was kind of, I almost feel like we have a psychic immune system and I feel like my psychic immune system was kind of shot, you know, when I arrived. Well, that's such an interesting way to put it. Right. You know, just from not taking care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So I, um, 
at one point I was like, Hey, maybe you're going to astral project. Like maybe you're just being afraid, you know, relax, like see what happens. But it felt so scary and so threatening. Like I could not, it didn't feel positive. Mm -hmm. So I sort of wrestled with this, whatever it was throughout the night until I finally around daybreak was able to break out of the sleep paralysis and go into the bedroom where my friend Carrie was and just said, I can't even explain to you the weird night I've had. Can I stay in here? And she said, fine. I went to sleep. I woke up on the floor. I don't know how I got there, but um, I had a dream. Um, Oh, first I woke up because I just had had an orgasm. Okay. Just in my sleep. Just a just a random ass orgasm after a night of terror. Um, That's so what a juxtaposition. (laughs) I mean, I'm like, great. I mean, you know, they feel good, but I'm like, this is weird. Like, no, what is happening? Right, right. Very, very strange. I was like, okay, this is the weirdest night of my life. I'm going back to sleep (laughs) very early in the morning. Um, And then I have this dream. And in the dream, it's like a close up, almost like a a movie scene of a man. He's African-American. He's wearing a little hat, like a, almost like a police cap or something official. Um, He has a very calm demeanor. He looks at me, he's middle-aged and he just starts talking, but I can't, there's no sound. I just see his lips moving and I'm filled with this, um, like this terror that I can't see this. I'm not supposed to see this. I've got to somehow make this image go away. Um, There's nothing threatening about it at all, but I was completely scared of it. So I ended up waking up again and I'm like, forget it. I'm staying up now. Like what the hell is going on? I later, um, you know, in the morning, Heather is awake. She's upstairs with her mom. I go upstairs and she says, it was really weird in this house last night. And I was like, yeah, I don't even know how to begin to tell, talk about it. And she said, me and my mother just kept hearing uh, like um, sounds like someone was walking around and we were afraid to get out of bed. And I have to say, I know through my crazy night of sleep paralysis, being half awake, half asleep, I heard footsteps upstairs the whole time. And I was comforted by it because I kept saying, Heather's up there. Heather's mom's up there. You're safe. And then to find out it wasn't them. Ooh, ooh, her jokes. I know. So then I find out that Heather's grandparents who had just passed away were occultists. And the what? Yes. Oh. I'm going to bury the lead, Heather. Don't eat you. This story just like keeps getting wilder and wilder. I know. I get, I'm, I'm in total chills, goosebumps right now. Every time I tell this story, it has that effect on me because it was like the wildest night of my life. So we go back downstairs and there was no, nothing in this room except like a grandfather clock. But then there's this little other little room, like a, like a large closet. And we go in and there's nothing but like old ass, like from the sixties, like astrology books and occult books. And I'm like, oh my God, what the hell were your grandparents into? <laughs> like, what <laughs> were they doing in here? Because it felt so insane. And, you know, and Heather sort of lectured me and said, my grandparents always told me, my grandmother always told me you have to protect yourself and you don't protect yourself. You're all over the place. And, you know, she was right. But um, the, the, the last bit of this story is um, we got on our road trip. And then what happened was Heather was secretly in love with Carrie and Carrie wasn't feeling it. So Heather was just like classic weird scorned woman and just decides to be a total bitch to Carrie for the whole drive. And I'm in the middle feeling like, oh my God, I feel terrible. Like, you know, Heather's being such a bully to Carrie. And, you know, by the time we get to New Orleans, of all places, Carrie says, I'm going to leave. I can't be on this road trip anymore. Um, you know, Heather's being so mean to me. It feels really awful. And I said, I feel so bad for you. I, I want to come with you. I don't feel comfortable staying with Heather, I feel really uncomfortable, you know, about her now too. And, um, and I feel bad that you're being, you know, thrown out into the world of 
the Greyhound bus. Like, I'll come with you. So that happened. Um, in the next morning, Heather drives us to the Greyhound station. We're getting on the bus. I have my ticket. The driver turns to take my ticket, and it's the man from my dream. Stop. And from my dream. Oh, my gosh. Middle-aged African-American man with his little Greyhound bus driver hat on. And he just looks at me and he says, can I see your ticket, ma'am? Just like, you know, chill, nothing. And I was like, oh, my God. I was seeing the future, and I felt like I was not supposed to see it because I guess we're just not supposed to see the future all the time. You know, it would be, I guess, hard to live if we were in all times at (laughs) at the same time, but there was just some sort of feeling of really strong taboo against what I was seeing. Um, Oh my gosh. That's the end of that. (laughs) It was, what was it? You guys, it was wild. This is wild. It it has so many twists and turns and it didn't go at all where I was expecting. I mean, when you first were talking about waking up with an or after having an orgasm, I was like, was it an incubus or like a succubus spirit? And then everyone in the house felt the weirdness. I know. I'm, I'm befuddled. Right. As well. And it's, it does seem like you had some sort of premonition. Like you did look into the future because you recognize that guy. At first I was like, Oh, was he going to say something to you? Did you maybe accidentally both actual project or something and and works in each other's dreams but it seemed like to him you were just a normal stranger yeah yeah so you saw him but he didn't see you no no. (laughs) you were clued in yeah it was it was so crazy and you know I just think about this house all the time I think about this house sitting in um Saginaw Michigan (laughs) and I just think this house has to be haunted. I mean, like I've never had that experience before anything like that. I mean, I've been lucky enough to have some orgasms in my sleep, but that's it. I've <laughs> had a prophetic dream. I've never had a whole night of that crazy sleep paralysis. Um, yeah. I just, you know, I'm so right. curious and I've, I've tried to, I've reached out to Heather and tried to see if she talked to me about it and maybe even, you know, remind me of what the address is. And I, I kind of want to like talk to the people who live there and be like, oh my so, God, yeah, you're having orgasms in your sleep after <laughs> you know, a stretch of sleep paralysis, but it hasn't happened. It's also Man. so interesting because Heather's grandparents, it seems like they just opened up such a, I wouldn't say portal, but like made the area of that home like so sensitive to the paranormal yeah. that it, it isn't surprising to me knowing that like so much happened to you in one evening. It was just so, it was so much. It was like yeah. a grab bag of like paranormal vibe. <laughs> Yeah. It makes me wonder, like, what happened on a regular night for her grandparents just living there, like, before they passed know. away, what was going on? I mean, right, or, like, was it them? Like, was it yeah, their or, yeah, passed away? I mean, oh. I, I, don't, I don't know. I got no, I didn't get a sense of an, well, I did get a sense of, like, a, a force that was trying to pull me somehow, um, but it wasn't, I couldn't really detect, like, if it had, like, um, that's sort of like a human vibe, you know, it just was right. sort of a force. And a part of me was like, what if her grandparents were swingers and it's just like them in the afterlife trying to still host their parties. Oh, oh God, maybe they were, right? <laughs> maybe they were total thalamites doing like sex magic or something. They could have been. Oh my God. I wonder if anyone inherited all of the books and things that they had in the attic. She let me, Heather, let me take a few with me. So I did. I had a couple titles with me for a while. Um, and then I just let go of them. Yeah. Okay. Well, you were saying too, that, that your friend was telling you that you were really open and you needed to find ways to protect yourself. So have you, have you figured that out yet? Like, how do you 
proceed safely when using tarot and opening yourself up to the spirit world. Right. Um, well, what's great is that, you know, tarot is so incredibly safe. Like, I don't feel like I have to protect myself at all from tarot. Um, you know, with, tar- I mean, the only times I feel like that is maybe if I'm doing a reading for somebody and then they suddenly feel like they have toxic vibes, you know, and then right. you do feel a little bit like, oh, I need to, you know, raise my light shield or something right now um, mm-hmm. against this person or sort of detox a little bit afterwards um, with candles and crystals. I'll do a little like shake, shake off their energy sort of um, vibe like ritual. And I'll also light a candle for them when that happens to me. I'll light oh. a candle for them on my altar and just like wish them well, because nobody wants to be toxic. Nobody wants to be, you know, bad vibing people without thinking of it. But, um, but you know, tarot itself, they're just paper cards made in a factory that make, you know, books and magazines and games. And, but what they do is they really allow you to get deeper into your intuition um, and I don't understand, you know, what's the difference between intuition and psychic ability? It's probably just a continuum, right? Um, and so I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'm an out and out psychic, but I do have a really strong intuition. And working with tarot really helps you um, trust that, you know, and, and have a lot, have a lot more confidence, build your confidence around that. Um, I do feel like when you read cards for another person, it is, it's, it's almost like their spirit and your spirit are sort of talking. I, I, you know, will often in my mind um, just sort of like greet their spirit guides and be like, thank you for being here. Um, you know, like have your people call my people. Let's talk in the actual <laughs> plane. Let's like help, you know, help this person out. I um, love that. Yeah. So that's sort of the the way I imagine it. And, you know, again, because we don't know, we don't know how or why this works, but that is what makes sense to me is that our, our, intu- our intuitive selves are sort of coming together with intention and so it works um, because I've definitely read cards for people who were skeptics and sort of wanted me to prove to them that it worked and it didn't work, you know? And um, yeah, it, it just, it was like, I gave them their money back. I was like, you can, you know, I, I don't know what to say. You know, this is, I'm not trying to, to like prove anything. It's fine. If you don't believe in this, it's fine if it's not your cup of tea, but um, so yeah, it's, it really is the most enjoyable to read to people who are open to it. Well, we are very open to it, and I think we can safely speak for everyone here who Whoa. is excited and open to it. Um, yeah, we are excited to bring people up. We also, Corinne and I would love to do a, a couple card readings if we can. Sure. Um, I have been having things happen to me in my life, and I might need, I want to know what's happening to me. So I got stuck <laughs> in an elevator last night, for those of you who did not know. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Um, and then was near kidnapped off the street last yeah. week. So there's a lot yeah. of yeah. near misses for yeah. Sabrina. Yeah. Sabrina. What's oh happening? <laughs> so, so do you want like a general like vibe check in light of these very Yeah. Yeah. Things? I think, okay. I think for everyone, maybe like a five to 10 minute. Yeah. I guess situation or how shall do we do it? We don't what know. What I want to do is pull like three cards. I feel like that gives you a real good, um, bolt of information um, in a tiny little, you know, arc, like okay. a narrative arc to kind of um, get get information from. And sometimes, you know, you're kind of called to pick more cards on top of that. We'll see what what we get for three cards just to illuminate what what is happening right now <laughs> for you in light of these very strange things. Okay. <laughs> this is my last little shuffle here, and three cards. Um, there's all kinds of different tarot decks in the world. I am using the Toth deck. Um, okay. 
Hmm, this is very interesting. Okay, so um, the three cards I pulled, the first is the Six of Cups, which in the Toth deck is called Pleasure. Um, the Toth deck uses astrological um, syndicators too. Um, so there's a, it's Sun and Scorpio. And it's a really great card. In the tarot, the sixes are the number of like perfection and beauty. You got another six. You got the six of swords, which is called science, and it's Mercury and Aquarius. But right in the middle, you got like the worst card in the deck. Um, <laughs> so don't worry, this is gonna make sense. <laughs> you got the ten of swords, um, which is a ge- it's Sun and Gemini. Um, sorry, Gemini's. I don't know why they just do like this in this deck, but they do. Um, so you know. Wow. It seems like what I like is that it's a 10 because the 10, um, you know, you probably are aware of the image in the Rider Waite deck. It's kind of this famous image of the person just laying with like 10 knives in their backs, you know, and it's sort of like the worst has happened. Right. So the worst has happened. You were almost kidnapped. You were stuck in an elevator. Um, I don't believe that this is going to keep happening to you. I just picked the universe card for you as well. Okay, Um, which is a huge destiny. Okay. This is supposed to be happening to you. Um, why? That's a really great question. Um, can I ask you what your sign is? <laughs> Virgo. I'm, I'm a Virgo. Yeah. You're a Virgo. Okay. Um, the, I mean, you know, why? Why would you? Why would it be meant to happen to you that you would almost get kidnapped? I mean, that's horrible. Like, I don't like a world where like bad things are meant to happen. But also, when you're dealing with mm-hmm. the concept of destiny that is so mysterious, it's sort of like destiny is everything or destiny is nothing, right? You can't kind of be pick and choose what is destiny. So, right. um, it looks like is there a sort of situation in your life that you um have been it has been bad for a while and you're just like hoping it's going to get better. Yeah. A few. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My job (laughs) for one. I think that like there's something um, about figuring out how to get the hell away from those things. That's important. Um, You know, I don't, I don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily saying like you're calling bad vibes to you because you're, but there's something it's connected to this somehow or else it wouldn't have come up when the 10 comes up. um, It means that there's, there's a, there's some, there's a bad situation that's been bad for a while and nothing, nothing's really been done out of fear, out of optimism, you know, hope that it's going to change fear that you you don't know how to make a move. But um, with the two sixes on either side of this 10, and then the universe card, which is the biggest, like beautiful destiny card mm-hmm. to me, it's saying this is absolutely the time's not going to get better for you to make these moves. Like the time is really now um, like there's no need to put off like prioritizing your happiness, prioritizing your pleasure with that six of cups. Um, and there's also with the six of swords, like the six, the, the sword suit in the tarot is it can be one of the gnarliest because it's our mind, right? It's our mental capacity, which we usually use just to like torture ourselves and have anxiety. Oh yeah, I do that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Exactly. But with the science card in the six, it is the mental uh, faculties used uh, to their best, to their best degree, where you're using your mind to actually analyze the situation, keep yourself safe Um, in this image of the card there's this wild sort of like geometric pattern. Um, And what it is, it's a fencer's map of where people in fencing can stand and like not get poked by, you know, a fencing sword. So Mm -hmm. it's about like using your mind to sort of map, map out your, your environment and place yourself in a place where you're not vulnerable. 
and where you can succeed. So it's like, it's, it's also Mercury and Aquarius. So it's a great moment for you to like, you know, communicate your high, your, your wildest dream for yourself, your wildest plan for yourself, you know, especially um, any that might actually benefit um, like humanity in some way, you know, be like a little bit larger than yourself. Um, but even ones that are just for you with that sun in Scorpio, it, it, you have the, um, the, the wherewithal to do this right now. And I wouldn't put it off any, any further. Okay. Yeah. I, I like the uh, positive spin. I need that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's almost always a positive spin in the tarot, or maybe I just have a lot of Sagittarius. So I'm like really optimistic, but um, you know, it helps that you have these two sixes flanking the, the 10 of swords. It, it really, it's a real story, you know, and it is a story of things having gotten pretty bad, but that like you can, the time is right to kind of like turn it around. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm turning it around. So the power is with Sabrina, right? She just has to put, put out the energy into the world of her yeah. intentions and what she wants. Make a plan and let like, let your heart guide that plan, you know, and like, yeah. you know, the, your dream of your best life, let that guide the plan that you make. All right. I love it. Yeah. I love this. I love this. I'm here for it. Okay, cool. <laughs> How about you? What would you like to know about? Oh gosh. This is so hard. I'm like, <laughs> there's a thousand questions, but I want to be more specific so that I'm not just like, I don't know, tell me about my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can get better information the more specific you are. Right. I don't know how specific this will be. And I guess I haven't really announced this yet on the podcast, but I will do so right now, which is um, that I had a few months ago kind of this a moment where I was like, what am I doing with my life? I think I need to just do stuff that I enjoy and slow down because I'm such a planner and I go a million miles a minute and I attempt to give myself like seven jobs at once. And so I actually quit my job. I worked in HR for a long time and I'm just giving it a go being a podcaster right now, <laughs> figuring it out. Um, and so, I mean, I think that's the direction that I want to go. It's what I really, really enjoy, but I'm having a lot of anxiety about my decision, Yeah. um, which is probably why I haven't announced it publicly yet. Cause I was like, am I going to regret this? Am I going to call my old CEO and be like, take me back? <laughs> so I guess, yeah, I'm just curious about it, my, my decision to do that. I felt very confident in the moment at the uh -huh. time doing it, but now I've, I've been waffling just a little bit. I think naturally whenever you take a big step like this, it's scary. Oh, for sure. Okay. So let's just see, what does it look like? Um, what's the energy around this decision as you move a little bit deeper into it? Um, what sign are you? Leo. Oh, right on. Okay, cool. Um, let's see. Doing my little final shuffle here. This is so great for you. Oh, <laughs> I love to hear that. All right, that I don't need anything means, else. I'm done. Also <laughs> means it's great for me. <laughs> you know what's very funny though, you guys, is that you also got that Six of Swords science card right in the same place Sabrina did, which is Ooh. wild. So you guys are both like, you're both, and and that's you know, um, not not that unusual. Like you know, I I think that, you know, sometimes we we feel like. Um, we're like, why is everybody getting married? Why is everybody breaking up? It's like suddenly everyone around you seem like they're doing the same thing. And I feel like, you know, when you vibe with people, you kind of 
find yourself sometimes going through really similar um, life moves with them. So, you know, I don't know, like, it sounds like Sabrina, you're wanting to make some big changes and, and Corinne, you just did. So, and they're both being illustrated by this beautiful six of swords, which means like, huzzah, you made the right decision. Like you analyzed the situation, you know, correctly, and you made a really good choice for yourself. Um, the other two cards you have, the first card you have is the lovers, which, you know, people think when the lovers card comes up that like, they're going to get married. And sometimes they are. Which she is. Corinne I just, just got, got engaged, engaged three Shut weeks up. ago. Oh my God, the tarot is so real. Um, okay. Well, that's incredible. <laughs> and did that have any influence in your decision to leave your job? Um, I think that the support I have from my partner, Brian, made me way more comfortable making the decision when I did. I think I always thought it was going to happen and it was going to be inevitable, but probably a few years in the future when I finally like truly broke. But instead of getting to a breaking point this time, I think with Brian's like energy and support and his love, I just was kind of like, why, why would I wait? Why, why not just do it right now and enjoy my life and do what I want to do? So perfect. I love that. That's really, really great. Yeah. Like, like leave the party while you're still having fun. Like we can, we can like choose like to better our life before we bottom out. Right. Yeah. Like, you have to always be from this like place of, you know, like pain and desperation. Um, well, I love that the lovers is so on the nose for you. Um, <laughs> it does often come up also though, when it's about having to commit when they're, when you're at a crossroads around commitment to something in your life and jobs are one of those things, you know, and it's sort of like, you know, do you stay or do you go? Are you going to get promoted or are you going to quit? You know, that, that kind of a situation. So yeah, I love that that came up. It's also, you know, the lovers is Gemini and we've just entered Gemini season. So sometimes that's a little relevant. He's um, also a Gemini. <laughs> oh my God. Well, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> him in this in this reading which I love oh my god he's coming through <laughs> <laughs> and now the card in the center is you it's the princess of wands she's a fire sign as you are um and she's I love the princess of wands in this deck so she's like naked and she's like flying through the air she has these big wild like horns on her head that um are, are said to be sort of like antenna for intuition and for psychic vibes so it's saying that like your intuition is really high, especially Ooh. around this situation, like your gut feelings about it are to be trusted. Um, she's holding the sun, which like a, a scepter with the sun on it, which has a special resonance for you as a Leo. Um, but, it, you know, for everybody, you know, this, our sun signs are where we shine. So she's going towards where she shines. Like that's what she's flying towards. She has a, literally a tiger um, sort of like its tail is around her neck and it's sort of flying out behind her. So it's this, that idea that you have the tiger by the tail. So it's like, you're going for it. You know, you've got the tiger by the tail, like you're in charge. You're not letting fear. I mean, I totally respect that. You're like, I was really confident and now I feel scared, but you know, it makes sense to feel scared, but it, the core reality of the situation is you did the right thing Ooh. and you were right to be fearless and you were right to be confident. And, um, this princess also has this, there's a little altar in the corner that that's like filled with flames. And it's said that she's burning her fears. So, you know, it is about being fearless you know, and pushing you back into that fearless position and encouraging you to feel safe, you know, feeling fearless and like sure of your decision. I love this. Oh my gosh, I could cry. This Aww. is making me feel so much better. And also just the image, a few people said it in the chat, but the oh. image of the, the woman on the, the card it kind of sounds a little bit like me. The nudity, the whole thing. 
<laughs> right? So great. So great. I love it. Oh, uh, really excellent. Yeah, it's it's a it's great. I love I love the Princess of Wands. Wow. She's Michelle, awesome. thank you so much. This is You're welcome. Yeah, I feel like really whole again. So thank you. Well, that's you know, I really feel like a a good tarot reading is often kind of like a good therapy session. Like I'm not going to be like, I see your grandfather sitting on your shoulder. He has a message for you. Like, that's not what I'm going to do. But I am going to get really deep into these cards and figure out um, how they make sense for you and what you're doing in your life. And I, you know, a lot of times you leave, um, you know, it, it kind of tells you what you already know, but it's those things that you don't feel certain about, you know, and that you really need that kind of, um, you, that you need support around. Yeah, I agree. Riley in the chat said tarot is spicy therapy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. Unlicensed spicy therapy. Love it. It's so good. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Well, thank you. We selfishly went first because we were like, we did <laughs> it's, you're right. It's your right. <laughs> wow. Uh, love this. And I feel like it, it uh, helped me in my uh, life because Corinne and I were talking today just about the, the things happening to me and I was like, okay, things, bad things happen in three, what's coming next. And I'm glad to hear that the worst has happened. <laughs> yeah, it has. It has. I mean, in the Rider weight version of that 10 of swords, there is the sun is rising in the distance. And that's like, you know, very important detail um, that, you know, that, that, the, the long dark night of the soul is over. The sun is rising. You know, everything can be seen and looked at and changes can be made. I love that. Yeah. I love that. You're in control again. <laughs> yeah. We're going to we, bring people yeah. up. Yeah. Right, yeah. So um, I guess just to, to give a quick recap in case anyone has joined uh, a little bit later after our introduction, Michelle is here who also has a Spotify live show every Thursday, correct? Yep, every Thursday at six o'clock Pacific. Although this Thursday it will be at five, but it's right. usually yes, yes. It's called Ask the Tarot, and you speak about tarot. You've been practicing tarot for I think you twenty some years. Yeah, I mean, since I was like fifteen, and I'm I'm in my fifties now, so a long wow. time. Amazing. Yeah, that's incredible. Well, we all get to reap the benefits of your yes. practice yeah. and cool. have readings from you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And just so everyone knows, this is a two hour long special episode. So we will be doing this until 7 p.m. or I guess 10 p.m. Corinne's time, East Coast. Um, <laughs> Corinne's, I like just Corinne's standard time. Like <laughs> Corinne's time. I mean, in our life, it is Corinne's time and Corinne's time. <laughs> Pacific and Eastern. <laughs> um, yeah. So if you guys are in the speaker request I'll just start bringing you up just so you know we are not telling ghost stories today we're doing tarot readings and then next week we'll return with um our regularly scheduled programming of ghost stories but Lindsay you are first and I will bring you up and then Erin you're up next dude I was so unprepared (laughs) no it's okay it's one of those things I mean we come in here every single week and sometimes it takes me a while to get on because I panic and I'm like where where do I find the show how do I ask to join (laughs) I couldn't figure out how to get out of the comments but okay oh I'm here (laughs) welcome all right. So, um, should I just tell like a little bit about my situation or what, what do I be helpful? Yeah. Okay. So, well, it's funny why I'm distracted. I'm currently, um, putting together my nursery. Um, yes. I'm expecting twins. Oh. And, yeah. So first kids, we have twins coming. Um, so I'm 31 weeks pregnant now. So in the next like month or two, they should be here. Um, oh, so, yeah, Lindsay. 
Thank you. I'm very excited, but also just kind of nervous about this new chapter and just kind of, I don't know, would love to hear, you know, maybe some guidance on what's to come. <laughs> okay. So let's look at um, what's the energy for you around, you know, the, the next, as you sort of step into this new role in this like yeah. new stage of your life. Okay, great. Great. So I'm going to do one more little shuffle and so are they, does it, are, do you know if they're scheduled to be like, um, uh, they get, are they going to be cancers? Um, they are, well, so they're technically, if I were to go to 40 weeks, which I won't, uh-huh. they would be Leo, but they're most likely going to be cancer. Yes. Okay. Okay. Oh my God. You're Lindsay. The first card that came up for you is the Empress, which is the mom of the tarot. Oh. <laughs> Card. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. She's so beautiful. She's like every goddess archetype in their mother form, right? She's the amazing, loving mom we all, you know, wish we had. Huzzah for those of you who had her. You know, it's like she's just beautiful, warm, nurturing mom energy. She's love and she's a yes. And I just, I think that you're going to just like sail into this new chapter of your life. I mean, it's going to be, how could it not be hard? How could it not be overwhelming? But I think that like, you're going to take to, um, to this role and everything that's expected of you. And the person that you like the mother that you grow into is going to be so lovely. And, um, I really am going to double down on that because the next card that came for you is the sun, which is gorgeous and it has two twin babies dancing on it okay so there's (laughs) like winged children like dancing under the sun um when the sun card comes up it's everything is as it should be you know the light is shining it's a beautiful day you can you know enjoy feel gratitude reap the rewards of you know this beautiful moment um it's sort of like you know it is a leo can i ask you your sign um i'm a taurus that's so great. Oh my God. Yeah. That's, I mean, the Empress is Venus, which is your ruling planet. So that's really lovely. You know, it's like very, that's a really beautiful match for you. Um, And the sun is Leo, which rules, you know, children, childhood, playfulness, creativity. I mean, it's just gorgeous. So um, there's also a thing in the tarot that when you get these major arcana cards, you know, the tarot is divided into major and minor arcana. And the majors are these archetypes like, you know, the empress, the sun, the chariot, the lovers, you know, the, the when you get those cards in a reading, it really is a bit more significant than when you get the other ones, even though they're also important. But the minor arcana sort of follows the pattern of like a deck of playing cards, right? There's like four suits, then there's the court cards, etc. Right. So your final card here is, I'm just like, really, this woman's just going to sail right into having twins. Like she's going to go from like (laughs) zero to like twins with like no issues at all. So you do have one little challenging card, but I feel like it's actually more like friendly advice. Um, It's it's the seven of swords card. Um, It's called futility because the person who created this deck was very, uh, doom and gloom and dark minded and put really gnarly just like so just like crashing from cocaine just like being a bummer but um what it really is about it's moon and aquarius and so the reason that you know he sort of summed that up as futility is that aquarius um 
can be incredibly visionary. They have really big ideas. You know, they can see the big picture. So they think, right. Um, Mm -hmm. They can bite off a little, the shadow side of that is just being a little divorced from reality, being a little checked out of what's actually possible. You get so carried away on your vision. Um, And the moon is really going to bring you right down to earth because the moon doesn't care if your vision looks good on paper or is best for humanity. The moon just wants you to be safe, you know, and and comfortable. Um, And and I'm seeing this as sort of like Aquarius thinks that you should like totally have cloth diapers for your twins. Right. Because it's better for the earth. And you know, that's the kind of mom you want to be. And then the moon comes in and says, oh, my fucking God, you're like knee deep in shitty cloth baby diapers. <laughs> like, I know that it's the wrong thing to do to like fill a landfill with, you know, pampers. But I think that I have to do that because I can't actually rise to this ideal that I created for myself. So so that's an interesting card to get. And I just I think it's just asking you to be really gentle on yourself when things sort of end up feeling in real life different than you thought that they would. And if you have to like, you know, scale back, tweak things, make adjustments um, for your own comfort and peace of mind and your emotions, you should absolutely feel like you, like, you know, justified in doing that. Does that make sense? Oh my gosh. Yes. No, that definitely resonates. I have so many grandiose ideas of how I'm going to raise these babies. And even this nursery I'm working in right now, you know, I just have these really big ideas and yes, that that's speaking to me very personally. So I mean, I I think some of those grandiose ideas will like effortlessly come to pass, you know, with that Empress card and the sun card. I mean, there's, there's a lot of big, beautiful energy surrounding this, but yeah, it's just about, you know, if something just isn't going the way you thought, if it doesn't feel the way you hoped, like it's really okay to, to make a change. Okay. All right. Oh, thank you so much. I so appreciate it. Oh, I'm hoping to be picked tonight. So thank you. Before you go, I have to ask you, have you picked out names? I have. Um, so we're having a little boy and girl. And so, um, the boy is going to be Cooper Jeffrey and the girl is Lila Valerie. Stop it. That's yeah. so cute. Oh, so. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot wait. Oh my God. It's like they're like, oh my God, they're just driving around car, like driving around town and they're like souped up like 1960s Mustang together. Right. I, know. I was so scared. Like truly, I was so scared to be pregnant. I'm, you know, 31. So I've <clears throat> waited a little while, you know, and finally I'm doing, I'm just so glad that, you know, now I'm pregnant and it it's tough, let me tell you, but I'm just glad to do it. So it's good to hear that. Um, hopefully I'll sail into motherhood pretty easily because I was resistant for a little while. <laughs> yeah, you're really going to love it. Oh, good. All right. Thank you so much. I so uh, appreciate Lindsay, it. Lindsay, I'm so happy that these were great. And uh, this is just like so enjoyable for Corinne and I are texting each other on the side of like how much like, we love this. Is this. Awesome. this is and, so great. <laughs> and how positive, Michelle, you are like your energy is just so lovely and, and so welcomed. Oh, thank you, you guys. Thank you. I mean, well, if you like this, come on over to Ask the Tarot because this is what we do. Right? We will. Exactly. Every Thursday, <laughs> Ask the Tarot. Ask the Tarot. We, um, I, I also ask people, you know, if they can, if they want to for Ask the Tarot, they can also find me on Instagram at Michelle Tease, T-E-A-Z, and send me their question because some people are shy. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, if anyone is a little too nervous to come up tonight, they should definitely reach out to Michelle on yeah. Instagram. And then maybe, maybe I'll catch you, you know, on Ask the Tarot. Yeah. Thank you, Lindsay. Good luck. Best wishes to you and your growing family. Thank you. 
This kind of feels like group therapy. Like I, I, we're all just I getting think. very vulnerable and open and sharing secrets and fears. And I love it. Yeah. I love it too. I like live for it. Yes. Okay. I think I said Aaron, right? Mm-hmm. That sounds familiar. And then I'm going to do Jeanette after that. Hi, can you guys hear me? We can. <laughs> Hi, I'm so excited and like unreasonably nervous. Like my heart is like, <laughs> I'm tachycardic. I'm, <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, great. Um, well, well, what would you like to know about? Um, just anything in general, but I guess um, my biggest stressor right now is I'm about to go back to college after a long time, a long academic break. Um, I work two jobs. I'm, you know, concerned about finances um, and just kind of, you know, I lost my mom last year. So so sorry. Oh, thank you. Just, but, you know, just kind of navigating life on my own, I guess. It's like my biggest stressor. Okay. Okay. So you're, well, you're going, we'll, we'll ask what will it look like for you, you know, Thank to, you. to school. Are you going to be keeping both of your jobs? Is that your intention right now? Yes. Yeah, I have to. Okay. All right. Let's see. I'm going to do one more shuffle. Let's see what this looks like for you. Okay. I like that we're getting the ASMR of the card shuffling. <laughs> I know. I love hearing the cards shuffle. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so glad. I, I never can tell. I don't know if that's audible or not. So thank you for letting me know that it is. Oh no, it sounds God. good. Oh, it's, it's perfect. It's great. I'm it. so that's glad that you're my just picking that up. <laughs> so great. Um, okay. So Aaron, the, the, the kind of centerpiece card that you have in this three card spread, the, the card in the middle is the emperor. So I really like this for you. Cause I'm like, wow, this person is taking on a lot. Um, you're, you know, you're, you're grieving still, you have two jobs, you're going, you know, you're, you're pushing yourself back to school. The emperor is excellent. I mean, he is very much, um, he is action. He's all about doing it and he's doing it so that he can like rule his life and rule his kingdom. He's like all about living his best life. Um, he's Aries. Can I ask what your sign is? I'm a Capricorn. Oh my God. So of course you're working like a million jobs. and <laughs> Okay. Right. Um, so, you know, you, um, yeah, so that, so I love the emperor for a Capricorn actually, because it really is, I mean, I know you're, you're like, we're like the King's hand, right. The, the, a Capricorn, but, um, right. but in this, in this situation, you are the King, you know, you're pushing yourself forward and you're, you have the energy to do it. So I really like that. Your other two cards are court cards. Um, when court cards pop up in readings, I think that they are always a um, tarot reader's worst nightmare. There, I said it. They oh, are. No. Little, it's okay. It's okay. I'm being dramatic. Um, you know, because are they people or are they energies? You know, and often I often think that they are energies, but they could sometimes be people in your life. Can I ask you? Are you in a relationship? Are you partnered right now? No, I'm not. I'm single. Okay, cool. Um, all right. Well, then the Knight of Cups um, is the first court card that popped up. And, you know, I often, sometimes it is a suitor or like a date or a boyfriend or something. Um, but often it's really about self-love. Um, the Knight of Cups, he he's cancer energy, which is nurturing energy and, and like love energy. He's like this winged, you know, knight who's flying up in the air with a chalice. And when he comes up a lot of times, it's like, especially in something like this, like you're doing this as an act of like self-love for yourself, you know? Yeah. Um, 
And I, I really love that. Um, it's, it's really beautiful. It's very pure. Like your intentions around this are very pure. Um, there's something else though. There's, there's a little bit of a glitch that we got to get into and it doesn't, you know, it's much smaller than the grandeur of the emperor card, but it's worth talking about. And this guy is called the Prince of Cups. So he is like more Scorpio energy. Um, so he is this, the, the image is of this guy who's like on this big magical bird. And the bird could, of course, like fly very high into the stratosphere, or it could actually dive deep down into the ocean because Scorpio is a water sign. But the bird is just sort of skimming the surface. And it's because the Prince of Cups is afraid to really let go. He's afraid to make a decision. He's afraid to lose control. So he's just sort of very tightly holding the reins and he's afraid to go too high or get too deep. So, you know, I'm wondering like in what way that kind of metaphor resonates for you. Like, is there something that you're afraid to um, get to let go of or to get too deep into that you think might impact your uh, return to school? I, a little bit, I'm very concerned about, I mean, how much I'm working. I know I can do it, but I think what that really speaks to is it school is coming with a career change for me right now. I'm in the field of healthcare and I'm getting my degree in elementary education. So I am kind of, you know, right now working my full-time job in healthcare and I'm thinking like, well, I should really probably try to get a job in the school system, but it's like so hard for me to just let go of my current job and take that leap and apply to, you know, the board of education. Um, I think that you might find yourself pushed to do it. Um, I, I, just, yeah. I think so too. <laughs> I just picked three cards um, as you're explaining this and just to get some more insight about, you know, what that would be like for you to, to make that move. And the first card that comes up is again, another cancer card. So it's again, I like that you're getting this, these cancer um, cards that are just sort of like, it's the kind thing to do for yourself, right? It's, yeah. it's you're doing yourself a kindness. And the card that you got is the three of cups, which is called abundance. And it's sort of like, it's just very reassuring that like, you know, whatever, there's no scarcity, like you can do it. You can get this other job. Like there's, you know, all you have to do is put things into motion and trust that like they're going to roll around for you. Um, you did get the, uh, the next card you got is the princess of swords. And she, she is the, I've had it card of the, of the tarot. She, you know, Sounds she's familiar. Yeah. She is um, destroying a temple. <laughs> she's just, just totally destroying it. She's there's rubble. She's got her sword drawn. Um, she, you know, the temple is corrupt, so she's justified, but she's doing it in this really wild way. And sometimes that's what it takes. You know, sometimes that's what it takes. So you might just have to get ground down a little bit more in this, you know, situation you've created for yourself to then, to then have the reaction where you're like, this is, this makes no sense. I got to get out of here. And then your final card is the devil, which is a great card for you, Aaron Potter, because the devil is a Capricorn. (laughs) Of course he is. Of course he is. The hardest (laughs) person in the afterlife, right? So, um, so yeah. And so the, you know, the devil card is, you know, the way that Capricorn has the goat, right? It's sort of the goat that can like climb the mountain that's unafraid and the devil card, you know, really the takeaway, there's a, there's a few different ways to look at it. Um, and the way that it makes sense for this particular reading is, um, you know, make your bold move. You, you can back it up, you know, you, you can back up your bold move. So just do it, you know? 
Oh and my gosh. When you're called to do it, um, when you are, you know, at that 11th hour and you, when you finally make this decision, just remember it's a kindness to yourself that you do this. Yes. Oh my gosh. This is so cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much. This has been so, this has been so informative and I feel like really confident about what I'm about to go into and the decisions that I'm about to make. And I just can't thank you enough. Oh, I'm so glad that it made sense and that it was helpful. Good thank luck. you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Corinne and Sabrina too. Oh my gosh, thank you for coming and sharing your, your concerns. And also it sounds like you're headed into an amazing chapter of your life and we're yeah. so excited for you. We believe and in you. We thank believe in you. you. <laughs> we support you and can't wait to see you succeed. Yeah. Thank you. Love this journey for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, thank guys. Bye. Lena and Corinne, you guys are like the nicest people in the whole world. <laughs> no, Michelle, that's, that's you. feel about you. <laughs> this is like so sweet. I think this is, that is this community in general. And, and it's something that Corinne and I think, I mean, thank all of you who join us every week. And we're just so grateful for all the time and continuously because it truly is such a safe haven for us. And it's a place where we can come and just share this like beautiful relationship of like telling ghost stories and, and learning <laughs> so kind and welcoming. Yeah. It yeah. does feel very safe. It feels yeah. very safe. Yeah. So great. I feel like happy and comforted. And I keep, I keep like touching my cheeks for the past hour because I'm trying to deflate them because I haven't stopped smiling the whole time. Oh God, <laughs> I'm like, so Oh, I'm going to be sore. Like, give a little massage. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I'm going to bring up Jeanette and then I'm going to bring up Cameron after that. Whoa. Hi. Hello. Oh my god. Hi. Hello. <laughs> I'm so excited. I I love you guys. Oh, we're excited for you to get a reading. Thank you for being for volunteering and, and coming on and you know being a little bit vulnerable with us and with Michelle and yeah. everyone else listening. Totally. So this is actually my very first card reading ever ever and honored oh okay so um a little bit about myself mm-hmm. um so I am a mom of two and I'm currently not working but I'm looking for a job mm-hmm. and things are just very difficult yeah. but we have big plans of trying to get a house I'm doing something bigger for my family and my children, and I just want to see how it's going. Okay, so you want some you want some insight on the um, the job search? Yeah, um, the job search and the where my family. I don't know how I need to get my family there. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna look into the job search because that's its own mm-hmm. question. And then you know if there's okay if there's, some, if there's a different ele- if there's another element that you also want insight on, I can pick additional cards. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, start with um with the job, what the, what that looks like for you. Okay. Oh my goodness. Um, it looks. It looks like it's going a little slow for sure, but it's going. It's probably going too slow for you because you're just like ready. Like the first card that is here is the Ace of Wands. So the Ace of Wands is like an explosion of fire energy. You're like, I'm ready to do this, you know? Can I ask you what sign you are? I'm a Libra. 
Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, you're just like really, really hot for this. You're ready. You're ready to go. Um, and then the next card that comes is a sort of like hurry up and wait card. It's the eight of discs and it's called prudence. What a, what a terrible word, right? Um, <laughs> it's like, um, but it's really interesting because it's like ace of wands, prudence. Now the illustration for the prudence card is this tree that is growing all these beautiful like fuchsia blossoms and then curving around the blossoms are these big leaves. So the idea is that you're, you know, the prudence is important because the flowers are so beautiful and so crucial that those leaves need to grow around them and protect them. So it's about kind of going slow and being strategic because the stakes are kind of high, right? Um, it's sun and Virgo. So if you think about how Virgo can be like very meticulous, very organized, um, they really think things through. And then your final card is the Empress, which has um, a very special resonance for you because um, you're a mom and it's a big mom card. And that's like part of your question. She's also um, very linked to Libra, you know, because she's ruled, she's ruled by Venus. She sort of is Venus. So, um, <laughs> so, you know, I, and she's also a yes. So first of all, I feel like you're definitely on a good path towards getting what you want um, these are all yes cards, but I, I also feel like there's another layer of meaning here where it's like, you need to really make sure that the work that really works for you. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. To, it's okay. Do you want to move? Yeah, I apologize. My children are outside and they just started screaming. <laughs> it's okay. They're amazing. Oh my God. Um, yeah, they like, sound like they're having fun. They yeah, really do. they really, really do. So, um, you know, what I'm really getting from this prudence card is that like, you're not going to be able to take just like any old job because you, because of your kids, because of like your, you know, what's going on for you as a mom, you have these other things also to think about. It's like, you already have this massive full-time job. So the next job that you get needs to be able to, you know, slide into your life in a way that's really supportive of, you know, what you already have going on. So it's almost like it's going slow because like not just any job is going to fit the bill. You know, you are going to have to wait for the job that really works, but you, you will like, don't give up, you know, the, the eight, um, the eight of discs, discs is a great um, element for work questions because the element of discs is the element of earth and it rules earthly work. It, it, it rules, you know, what we do for money, our homes, you know, things like that. And with the eight, a lot has been built up. You know, this is actually a work card in a lot of re in a lot of other decks. It's like the illustration is somebody who's like at work. So yeah, I, I feel that work is coming for you and, it's it's almost like the the ones you're going to there's again, I'm just feeling like not every job is going to be appropriate for you. So it's just going to take you a little bit longer. Um, is there does that make sense? Yes, actually, that resonates so much because that's that has been my struggle. Um, I quit my job because of my children and uh -huh. finding a job is because of that. I can't find something that will work completely, but as long as we're getting there, slowly but surely. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. Good luck to you. Yeah, good luck, Jeanette. We're so, we believe in you, and we, with Michelle, agree something good will happen and come soon. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I feel like Jeanette's such a great mom already by how 
much fun squeals we heard in the <laughs> background. Totally. Lots of happiness in that house. So much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Awesome. So are did we... I say Cameron? Um, hmm, I can't remember. I think I, I either. You know what? Why don't I be the scribe? I'm going to write them down so that we oh, remember as that we would go. Be helpful. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to do Cameron and then I'm going to bring Scott after that. Okay, Lovely. cool. Okay. Cameron and Scott. Got it. Great. Hey. Hi. Hello. Thank you guys for having me. Oh, we're glad you're here. Thanks for coming. Oh, what would you like to know about? So I don't know how to specifically like phrase it in a question, but I lost. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I lost my mom like two years ago, um, like unexpectedly to suicide. It's okay. And so I just feel like I'm still really lost and I don't know who I am anymore because of this. And I guess I just like want to know, like going forward, like, I don't know. How is that a question? <laughs> it's it's like you want some insight. You just want some insight. I understand. I feel like I understand what you're what you're asking for. Yeah. Like, um, you want to see like what what is the energy around these emotions that you're having in the way that this experience has changed you. Is that correct? Something like that. Yeah, I okay. feel very changed from it. Yeah. Of course yeah. you could you not be. So let's look at like what the active energies are right now. Um, so this is my last little shuffle I'm going to do. Okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, this is really interesting. Um, the very first card that came up is fortune, um, the wheel of fortune, which is a beautiful, beautiful card. Um, how strange, right? When you're grieving something that is, um, you know, the death of a mother is just so, so painful and so sad, no matter what. And then all the special circumstances around your mom's death are just going to make that even harder to process. And then you get the wheel of fortune card. Um, so there's messages in here and it's, it's really funny. Um, you know, Karen, you have, you have great cards, um, which to me is saying that you're, you're alive, right? You're alive. That's a big message I'm getting. You have these very living alive cards here. And um, the, the wheel of fortune is a lot about fate and destiny. Um, and again, it's sort of like, I hate this idea of like, why should it be your destiny that you lost your mother like that? You know, I don't know why. And a lot of, um, a lot of spending so much time with the tarot really, really drives home like what a fucking mystery this life is, you know, and anyone who any like spiritual person who's going to tell you they got it all figured out are just like so dumb. Like they don't have it figured out. Like we don't understand why any of these things happen, but it did happen. And it has a really tremendous meaning for you beyond just like um, the grief that it's giving you. Um, There's some way in which your life is going to be elevated as a result of this. Um, and I don't know why that should be. Um, I would like to think that your maybe, maybe your mom's out there pulling some strings for you. I don't know. Maybe it's that you um, are going to have a very hard one and particular wisdom, emotional wisdom and experience that you're going to be able to share with other people oh. and them. 
so you know, beautiful. It could be that. It's it's this thing where like we don't understand why horrible things happen and then something great sort of happens as a result. It doesn't make the horrible thing okay. Um but it's just and the wheel of fortune is very much a card of that, the mystery of that where there are these different figures on the card and the idea is that the wheel is always turning and sometimes those figures are at the top and sometimes they're at the bottom and sometimes it's your time to shine and sometimes it's your time to struggle. But when it comes up for you in a reading, it really is, it's talking about that it is your time to shine. So, um, you know, it, I don't know if you ever have issues around feeling like, oh, I'm not allowed to shine because it would be a betrayal the way that sometimes grief, you know, makes us feel like we're, um, you know, we're saluting and honoring the people we've lost by staying like super depressed. Um, it's not true. You know, like we also can salute and honor the people that we've lost by living really fucking excellent earthly lives down here. And I feel like that's a big message of, of the wheel of fortune. And the next card kind of doubles down on that a little bit. It's the two of wands and it's called dominion. It's Mars and Aries. This is like the most like fucking go for it energy card in the deck. It's Mars, which is the planet of like, it's the motor. Like we all, wherever our Mars placements are in our chart, it shows like where we like to like get out and like how we deal with conflict, how we deal with passion. Um, and in Aries, Aries is the very first sign. So it's a rocket. So this again is saying like, what about you? What do you want to do? You know, when the Dominion card comes up in a reading, it's generally telling people, get out there, live your life, take what you want, go after, like chase down your biggest dream. You might have to throw some elbows. Mars <laughs> is not above, you know, starting a fight about it. Um, so it can be a little bit of an aggressive card, but sometimes that kind of aggression is necessary to like really push us out of our comfort zone and push us a little closer to the things that we really want. Now, the final card in this is actually quite interesting, and it's the prudence card that just came up, right? So we have this really huge fortune card, which it's a major arcana. It's very significant. It's telling like an almost cosmic story, right? And um, it, but it has a lot of energy and a lot of movement. And then we have this two of wands, which is on fire. It's just a fireball, you know, a meteor coming at you. And then we have prudence, like, okay, yes, and it's going to take a minute. You know, you're not going to you're not going to suddenly wake up tomorrow and be like, I'm the wheel of fortune. Here I go. Like, it's OK to grow slowly towards this. Um, it's OK to, like, have to take care of your body and take care of yourself. Um, I don't know if your experience of grief has affected your physical body at all. But, you know, it is sun and Virgo. And, you know, um, one of the elements of that sign in the sun is like really wanting to be like, like have a pure and healthy physical body. So you might want to think about like, are you taking the as best care of yourself as you can? Do you need a little help in that, in that department at all? You know, maybe that's not relevant, but it's worth mentioning. But um, yeah, you know, you're going to kind of slowly grow towards this, big, beautiful destiny that you have here on earth. Um, and you're going to take that experience of having lost your mother in this way with you. You know, it's not, you're not going to grow out and, you know, and get over it, but you're going to just for more deeply integrate it into your life. Um, does that make sense? Yes. It's given me a lot to think about. Okay. Yeah. Like it, the, the, the message here is really powerfully that like you need to be living like your best life, you know, really hugely. And that this experience is going to feed 
um, the work you do in this world in some in some major way? Like, will it be the work that you actually get paid to do? Very possibly, for sure, with the Wheel of Fortune. But it also just might be like other work that you're doing, like the work that we all kind of do for each other um, by being, you know, a friend or a community member or or who knows. But I wouldn't be surprised if um, if you find yourself in a in an elevated status in life um, because um, of the, this experience that you've lived through. Well, it doesn't feel like that yet, but no, it, I, believe that. I believe that it doesn't. And, you know, take your time and this, you know, don't use this reading as something to beat yourself up about like, Oh, you know, the tarot reader said I was supposed to be feeling great. You know, I'm not saying you're supposed to be feeling great. That prudence card really slows it all down. But I think that, you know, it, I always think of tarot as like, you know, what are the messages that the tarot or spirit or whatever the hell is happening right now? Like, what are the messages that that they want that it wants you to know? And I think it's really important that you know that there is another side. Like, you will get to the other side of this, right? Yeah. There is this big, beautiful life for you. That prudence card is there to say, you know, you're, it's going to take a minute. You're like a sapling that's growing, but you're going to grow into this <laughs> big, beautiful tree with these big ruby flowers. And then, like, I don't know, goddesses are going to dance a maypole around you or something. <laughs> we are all going to dance around you, Cameron. Everyone mean, take a ribbon. <laughs> we're going. We're, we're dancing around you and supporting you. And, and Cameron, I hope you also know, I mean, Michelle's reading is beautiful. And also, healing is such a process. And it's okay yeah. to take the time. And it's okay to feel like you're struggling or it's difficult and you're suffering. That's, you know part of healing. And so you're okay. It's okay to feel the way you're feeling. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I just, I think that it's really interesting that, you know, I was expecting Cameron for you to get like some really gnarly cards, but what I think is that like, you already know that, you know what I mean? Like, you know, that part of it, you're already living it. And I think the message here is for you to know that like, there is another side of it. You have a lot to be hopeful for and you can get there at your own pace. Thank you so much. You're welcome. This really touched me. I love all of you guys. Oh my God. Cameron, we love you. We, love Cameron. you too. we wish so badly that we could just hug you right hug now. Hug you. Yeah. But I feel like my heart has so much energy just protruding from it right now and like into the universe that I think it will zap you. It will find you. <laughs> <laughs> and Our hearts are you. zapping you. Yeah. I feel it. (laughs) Cameron, we're sending you you so much love and just know we're all here for you. If you ever need anything at all. Thank you. You're welcome. So excited to hear the rest of this. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Cameron. Yeah. Bye. Bye. This is why doing these, it's so important. And Michelle, I mean, you must, you must, meet so many people going through so many different experiences and how special it is that you get to be a part of helping people navigate what they're going through. It really is. Like, I feel so like touched that, that like anyone would trust me with their problems. You know what I mean? Like people's issues. Yeah. But I mean, I will also say like, just from the short time we've spent with you, you, you clearly, clearly have such a way with people and a way with communicating and expressing your yourself and like it, it truly feels like a therapist like a warm hug oh, I could and tell you my deepest darkest secrets yeah you just yeah, have an energy about safe. you it's you. just so warm and trusting <laughs> oh thank you that's really really nice to hear I really appreciate that it actually makes me wonder have you had experiences I mean you've been doing this for a long time do you often have people that you do readings for reach out to you you know however much later and say like, you know, what you told me 
came true or, or, you know, tell you something else that happened in their life based on a reading that you did? Oh yeah, for sure. Even, even over on Ask the Tarot, like folks who, who, you know, I call on them in the room, will pop back up like the next week or three weeks later and be like, yep, that thing happened, you know? So, so <laughs> yeah, that, and it's really nice to hear that. Although sometimes I'm just like, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry that it did happen, you know? Um, Cause it's not always a good prediction, but, um, but yeah, and I have, you know, t- private tarot clients. And so I have people that I, I read for, regularly and then you end up having this like larger relationship with them where you know their you know their issues a little bit more intimately and you see how they sort of um evolve over time I have a question that's a little bit unrelated but it still has to do with tarot but I think there's a lot of people myself included that are interested in learning about tarot and potentially to do like readings for ourselves or or maybe for friends and you know get into the practice but I heard that you're supposed to have a deck gifted to you? Is that true? Or can you just buy one for yourself? You can definitely just buy one for yourself. I don't know where that came from. Um, I feel, I, I mean, of course I've heard that as well. And there's, there's a lot of sort of the, like precious, like superstitions around tarot. And I always say like, if that feels fun to you, like, and feels like good and it, it creates a sort of like heightened vibe around it, then like, go, go for it. You know, like, you know, if, I, I always say, well, just, if you feel like that, if that feels true or interesting to you, like you and your bestie go to a tarot store and buy each other mm-hmm. a deck, you know, um, yeah. I buy myself tarot decks all the time. <laughs> so cause I, okay. <laughs> I bought myself a few, but I haven't cracked them open yet. But I'm going to. What are you waiting for? Do it. I know. I know. We've also had listeners send us tarot decks before too, and I feel like Ooh. those are all super exciting. That is really cool. That is really really cool. Um, I love that. Yeah, I just bought a deck from this um practitioner who I really love, Marcella Kroll. Um, you can find her like she she has a a, a podcast called Save by the Spell. And she did a little deck. She has a lot of decks that she's created. And I got one called Nature Nurture. And it's just like all like nature animals and and just sort of like like the sun and the, a spider and an eagle and just like what she believes that those images mean. So there's so much out there. It's really, oh, really fun. To amazing. Get and I really encourage people to like not be intimidated, um, you know, like they are mysterious, but in a really, in the way that like we are mysterious, you know, it's like, we don't even understand our, our dreams. You know what I mean? So it's right. not something that's outside of you and that's like intimidating. It's, 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 I find them to be very welcoming and, you know, you can, you can make friends with your deck and, and grow a relationship with the cards. I love that. Yeah, I do too. All right. Like, bring Scott up. Yep. Okay. And then after that, I'm going to bring up Jeff. Okay. Hello, hello. Hello, Scott. How's it going? Hi, Michelle, Sabrina, Corinne. How are you? Nice to speak with you again, Scott. It is. Michelle, a little a little fun fact about Scott is that we jokingly call our ghost that haunts our podcast Sven, and we have a Discord channel, and for about a month no one could figure out who was under the username Sven haunting ah. everyone. And it was Scott. We finally cracked oh the code. My God, that Sabrina is so figured funny. it out. <laughs> it was that. so fun. Oh my God. I love that you guys have a discord channel. I, we just started one for um, your magic because, nice. because these rooms are so beautiful and you just want people to be able to keep hanging out, you know, yeah. together, right. It's so fun. Yeah. Well, it's a good time for sure. 
All right, Scott, we won't we won't take away from your time. Oh no, no, you're fine. Um, I guess a couple things and whatever you feel is most important or that you think is best, you can obviously go with that. But uh, my husband and I have been talking about adopting recently. We've talked about it for a few years, but it's a pretty big process. So just kind of wondering about that. And then my other thing would just be, I feel like I'm always anxious about the future and what's going to happen. And if I'm going to be successful and have, you know, a happy life with my husband and everything. So one of those. Okay. Well, I'm going to um, pull three cards right now on like, you know, what does it look like for you and your husband to kind of continue to move towards adoption? Okay. I just muted myself because I had a little cough. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> and now this is so interesting. Like, you know, the, your second question is really interesting because as a tarot reader, I do get um, people who are just like, am I going to be okay? You know, and this feels like one of those kind of, am I, but am I just, is everything going to be okay? And it's a little hard, um, you know, to, to, it's, it's such a broad question because of course we're all going to be okay. And we're also not going to be okay. You know what I mean? It's like all, all of these things are, are true. Like our lives are going to show us really good times, really bad times. And when you're talking about sort of, um, the, the whole of your life in this way. So, but I really also hear the, like, that there's all, there's often anxiety underpinning that question and there's fears, you know, survival fears, which we all have. So I'm yeah. actually going to dip into this nature nurture deck that I have, and I'm just going to ask it to come up with um, a card that can be helpful to you when you're having that experience of, of fear, the, the fear of the big unknowns. And, you know, what is something that you can think about, um, to either get to the bottom of what it is or just to give you some strength and perspective. Um, we'll see what comes up for that one. But this deck is not a tarot deck. It's an Oracle deck, which is a little different. You can use them that pretty much the exact same way as a tarot deck, but instead of um, it sticking to that, you know, um, you know, the, the major arcana, the minor arcana, one through 10, all of that, an Oracle deck can be any collection of, concepts, images, you know, animals, um, you know, planets, whatever, whatever you want to put into an Oracle deck. It's, it's really up to the creator of the deck and they get to create this sort of world and decide what all the cards mean. It's really cool and fun. So, um, so I'll do a card like that for you too. So, okay. This is really interesting. The three cards that you have um, that I picked for you for moving towards adoption it looks like you guys are a little stuck. There's like some stuck energy right now um, in your in your path. And I see you guys kind of fireballing your way through that. Um, so I did want to give you that the, there's light at the end of the tunnel. But that's like the end of the tunnel. Like right earlier in the tunnel, there's this stuck energy. And the first one is the Prince of Swords. So he's this guy who he's on a chariot. The chariot wants to move forward. You know, it's like a big metaphor for just like movement in life. And um, 
but it's being pulled by these like three little fairies that aren't very muscular. <laughs> they're just like these little twinks and they're not doing their job. He needs some like beefy muscle heads to get in there and pull this chariot for him. So the prince has recognized this. We're seeing the image at the point that he's like, hey, that's why my chariot's not moving forward. And his sword is drawn and he's about to cut the reins. So, so it's really a card about, again, swords are your mind. They're about mental problem solving, um, you know, analyzing, strategizing, stuff like that. Also torturing ourselves is also what it's about in this, in the tarot. Um, but in this one, it's like recognizing like, oh, this isn't working. Um, I have to stop doing this thing. You know, I need to make a change. I need to let go of this. Um, you know, this is, this is not helping me get what I want. And, you know, there is a question like, well, what is going to pull the, the chariot forward? You know, the, the Prince of Swords might not know that right now, but that first step is just recognizing that what's happening isn't really working. Yeah. So, so there's that. Okay. And then the second card that came up is the queen of cups. Um, now in some tarot decks, the queen of cups is just like this really groovy mermaid lady in this deck. She is, you can't even see her face because it's obscured by steam which is water, right? So it's this idea of like the emotions have taken over um, and there's a lack of clarity because there's so much emotions that are happening. So much emotions are, ha emotions are happening. So, um, so there, so that's giving us some information. Like what, what are the emotions um, that are behind the scenes with you and your partner? And like, is there, are there any emotional issues that are like clouding the situation and making it harder to take that first step or making it um, feel like it's not the right time or, you know, wh whatever it is. Um, it looks like, yeah, that's, that's part of it is like some sort of um, uh, emotions that are getting in the way of clarity. Um, now the light at the end of this tunnel is that two of wands that just came up a moment ago um, and it's dominion. And it's sort of like, you want a baby? Go out there and grab your baby. You know, it's like that kind of energy. You know, it's like Aries. It's Mars and Aries. Like, I'm going to go get a baby, you know? So um, it, it, so it's almost like I, I really love it. I love it because it's such a great antidote to this sort of Prince of Swords. Like, I don't know. It's not working. I'm not sure what's going to work. And then the real fog, the real emotional fog of the Queen of Cups gets burned away by all this heat um, in, in the Two of Wands. So it's sort of like, I'm wondering if, if part of the message here is like, there might never be a perfect time, right? Like, yeah. like here we are in our imperfect lives. We're imperfect people living our imperfect lives. Like that's life on earth. Like you just got to do it. Like it's, you know, I don't, I don't know what your experience is like. I know I'm a mom. I, I started trying to get pregnant when I was like 40 and, um, I was really ambivalent. Like my whole life, I'm like, I think I want a baby. I don't know. I'm an alcoholic. Like, would it bum me out? I don't know, you know? And even, even as I decided to do it, I, I, I was still a little ambivalent, but I realized that maybe I always would be a little ambivalent, but I just was going to take that move and just make that move. And so, you know, yeah. that, that, that makes sense. It does. Yeah. I think there's just a lot of uncertainty and yeah, um, it's a big process. So, uh, yeah. I think just getting started kind of has us paused a little bit, but 
I think it's good to know. Just go for it and do it because you're never really ready. So a hundred percent. And I want to tell you that um, the card that I picked for you just to kind of help you navigate like, you know, survival fears and stuff like that is mm-hmm. it's it's the rainbow card. I picked the rainbow for you, Scott. Oh, my God. It's mm-hmm. called transition. And it's just basically about like that life is constantly changing, you know, and that like you can just sort of like surf those waves. Like it's okay. Like you don't need to be afraid of change. You don't need to be afraid by the, of the way that life will change you. Like you can welcome it and sort of like take on, I don't know, like adopt, adopt um, like a position of almost welcoming to change. So, you know, if there's a sort of fear of the unknown, it's almost like you're like, you're like arming yourself with this rainbow and being like, well, come at me then come at me life. You know, like I'm, you know, I can handle you. Um, so yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, you can you handle for... life, Scott. This is yeah. exciting. I can. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> thank you for pulling that extra card and for the reading. I really appreciate it. Yeah. My pleasure. Good luck to you. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks Sabrina and Corinne. Yeah. Thank you. We're so excited for you and, and um, excited to follow you on the journey and be here with you. Yeah. yeah, so many life changes we get to experience all together. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> awesome. Thanks again. Thanks, Bye. Scott. Yeah, thanks, um, Scott. My God, more babies in the world. We want all the babies. All of them. And it also is just like so this has been so nice because I feel like we often have our listeners come up and tell us ghost stories, which, you know, they can get personal and intimate, but this yeah. is just, I feel like such a beautiful time spent with our listeners. And I, I'm sure some of yours have come over as well. And yeah. just, just all of us get closer and learn more about each other. It's really sweet. Yeah. It's, it's very, very special, especially when you think that like, you know, I don't know, like um, this type, you know, internet technology and whatnot get such a bad rap of just like, you know, tearing people apart. And you're like, actually, no, like there are these pockets of very sincere closeness and community building that can happen. And I just feel so grateful to get to experience that, you know? Yeah, I I agree. Uh, Okay. I'm going to bring up Jeff. Okay. And then Perla. Okay. Hello, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Your kitty picture is the cutest thing ever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it says aliens. 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 So cute. Hi, Jeff. Hello. Hello. So, so I'm sensing a really weird twisted theme. Also, I absolutely chose that profile picture because I knew it would work. <laughs> and uh, it did. <laughs> um, it's also the, it's a meme that I go to when I'm having a bad day and it's just, it's great because it says, uh, like when the, hum- when the humans get home and ask who knocked over the pot of plant. Aliens <laughs> is great. Um, but yeah, I'm sensing a dark theme. <laughs> uh, but I lost my mom about a year and a half ago. Uh, she had some very aggressive stomach cancer. Like she was in chemo for a year and the whole journey was rough. And oh, I'm so sorry. She, she decided that the chemo was too rough and she wanted to just kind of try and go for as much comfort as possible for the last bit of her life. Mm-hmm. She told that to my brother and I on Tuesday and on Saturday, well, technically Sunday, it was like, 1230 in the morning. Um, I was holding her hand when she took her last breath 
So she didn't even make it oh. a week after she stopped chemo. It was really rough. Um, wow. I'm so sorry. I, I got to be there. It was so special. I was there. She wasn't alone. And yeah. something that my brother and I found out later that night was my brother randomly uh, decided to send her a text message saying, Hey mom, I love you. I hope you're doing well. And it was at the time that she was pronounced dead. So that was, that was something weird, um, but the, like over the, over the last year and a half, I've been going through this huge, huge change in my mental health. Like after losing my mom, I, um, I started to think more about a lot. I started to like think inwardly more. I learned a lot about myself. Uh, I came to, I came to accept my sexuality. I recently came out as bisexual to my friends and it was such a great experience to feel safe enough to do that. Oh, and so great. I recently started uh, psychiatric medication mm-hmm. uh, for the also first so time great. in years. And unfortunately, my first situation, I had to live a literal nightmare that I've had for half my life. But it's gotten better. Uh, and I started recently with a new therapist that specializes in basically the exact kind of thing I'm looking for. <laughs> Wow. Jeff, thank you so much for sharing all this with us and being so open. Yeah, you're welcome. Like, I feel so weirdly comfortable. I freaking love you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Also, before this day, Michelle, I never heard of you as a person, and you absolutely gained the shit out of a follower. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Also, my friend and I recently, like literally two weeks ago, started reading tarot. Yeah. Awesome. So this is dope. (laughs) Serendipitous that this is happening. (laughs) So great. Well, what would you like some insight onto? There's so much going on for you. Um, just like I, one thing that I've been working on with my new therapist is just like relationships because I view. Okay, this is gonna be a weird thing. To say out loud for the first time. Um, I don't see myself as a monogamous person, and mm-hmm. all of the relationships I've had in my life have not been not been good. I'm having a lot, I've had a lot of like self-worth issues because I've, I've never been with anybody that makes me feel like I matter at all. So it's yeah, a lot of self-worth issues, mm-hmm. so just kind of relationships with like mostly a relationship with myself as well as with like my close friends. And mm-hmm. just, so I guess relationships. <laughs> all right. So just like a peek into what your sort of relationship sphere is looking like right now. Like what's up for you. Yeah. Okay. That sounds great. I love that you're in therapy. I love therapy. And I also love psych meds and I feel like, you know, I, I've been in some, Oh, would would you mind just um, muting yourself while I'm reading? Cause I can hear an echo back. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Mm I hear cats. That would oh, that's be super, I, <laughs> Leia. She is that's Leia. right up in the microphone. So cute. I'm muting. Um, She's like, I want a reading too. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like um, I just you know I I I also love psych meds and I, I I relate to a lot of your story, Jeff. And I just wanted to say that like um, I didn't understand how getting um, properly medicated would possibly help me like make better um, decisions in, in romantic relationships. But I realized that like 
when you feel better, you like when your baseline is a little higher and a little brighter and less anxious, you know, or whatever your issue might be, like you can feel it more when something's wrong. It's almost like when you feel like shit all the time and then you date someone who makes you feel like shit, you're like, oh, well, this is just life. I feel like shit, you know, but then it's like all of a sudden you're like, oh, I feel good. Oh, but when I'm around this person, I don't feel as good. Well, they should go away then, you know, so I'm, I'm psyched for you and for your journey. Um, and I'm especially psyched for you and you and your journey after pulling the three cards that just came up. Um, the very <laughs> first card that came up for you is the star. One of my favorite cards. Um, it's Aquarius. It is about um, having a big, beautiful, visionary wish for yourself. It's about making like your wish come true, making your dream come true. Um, it's super inspired. Um, and also, you know, there's, there's something about the star that's important. It comes, it's placement in the tarot. It comes immediately after the hardest card. It comes after the tower. So the tower is when basically like your life falls apart. So a lot of the stuff that you're talking about with losing your mom and like whatever your, um, really challenging situation was trying to work out your meds and, you know, having to like face your sexuality. So glad that that went beautifully for you. But, um, the star is like the payoff for having survived that and bravely faced whatever changes needed to be made. Um, so I love this for you. It's really beautiful. Um, and you know, as an Aquarius, um, card, it really, you know, Aquarius rules like radical thought, like nonconformity, you know, like waving your freak flag high. So, you know, I just love this for you as, um, you just reflecting on you saying that, like, you know, you didn't, that, that you, you know, weren't out and that I'm guessing that was because of, you know, fear and and things like that. And I feel like the star is like the antidote to that. You know, the star really empowers us to like love ourselves and to shine really brightly in all of our weirdness. (laughs) You know, it's a really great card. The next card you got is the queen of wands. And she is also so super rad. Um, She actually has a little bit in common with the star. I mean, they both are big, powerful, kind of like um, feminine energy and you know god we haven't even talked about how stupidly gendered the tarot is there's um a lot of you know masculine and feminine but i think you know what's really crucial to know is that like the feminine vibe can be inhabited and embodied by anyone of any gender of any body as can the masculine right you know we had someone earlier who seemed to be like a feminine person who was being represented by the emperor like we all can take to, you know, put on these cards, take off these cards. So, so, you know, with the queen of wands, I mean, she's tender. She's, uh, she cares about emotions, you know? And so I love, I love that for you because you're going into therapy and that's the terrain, right? Where, where you deal with your emotions. Um, the queen of wands, her story is, she has this great backstory that, you know, she's been through it. She's really been through a lot. And instead of like wanting to hide that, she wears it as a badge of honor that she has sort of, dealt with the things that she's dealt with. She's a survivor and she's proud of it. And she knows that like by not hiding that she serves as a beacon to other people who are also surviving their own shit. So I feel like there's a lot in here in this card that, that I hope resonates with you. It's really powerful. It's really beautiful. And then I can't even believe the last card you got, Jeff T. You got the love uh, can card. I actually, sorry. Can I drop in something real quick? Yeah, please. Uh, so I actually read <clears throat> read my card yesterday. I just woke up and read my daily single card and it mm-hmm. was the queen of wands. <laughs> ah! um, oh, love also, that. 
also to lean into the uh, the feminine aspect as a as a, someone who identifies as a male. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend who actually started reading tarot with me, Katie, um, she for my birthday recently she treated me to my first mani pedi that I've ever had, and yes, uh, my God, I don't know why I waited thirty three freaking years. <laughs> but I'm absolutely doing that again. Pamper yourself. <laughs> oh my God, I love that. I love that for you. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So your final card in this three card pull is the two of cups, which is called love. It's Venus in cancer. It's deep love. It's self love in the way that I, again, I always like to reflect that um, with cancer, that there's an element of self love. And it really is that, you know, like if you don't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love anybody else kind of thing? You know, it's like really figuring out how, you know, to love yourself so that you can invite in more and more love and bigger and, and different kinds of love, you know? And as far as like, um, you know, whether or not you will end up wanting to be in monogamous, polyamorous, you know, non-monogamous, whatever relationship structure you want, like that's yours to decide, you know, and like what a great time to like be considering those things, you know, during this moment in the culture when, when people are aware of polyamory and non-monogamy and it's not the like, sort of like freaky deaky thing it used to be. I mean, there's just a lot of people who that's how they live their life. And and there's a ton of community around that. So, mm-hmm. so whatever you end up doing, however you want to end up exploring love, you know, with the star card, I mean, the star card is a card that sort of um, would sort of rule over polyamory and non-monogamy because the star's doing her own thing. You know, she totally is just doing what works best for her um, because she knows that like when she's at her best, she can be better, like uh, she can better serve, humanity when she's at her best, you know, there is this sort of like giving, giving this sort of vibe to her. And there's also, um, you know, the idea of Aquarius is the water bearer. It's not like they're, they're an air sign. Cause the idea is they're in outer space, <laughs> just like the star and they're taking some sort of cosmic consciousness and they're bringing it down to earth. They're bringing new information, new ways of thinking down to earth. So I love that this is for you. Like you're, um, open to new ways of thinking about yourself. You're going into ther- therapy and learning about different things. And even just like you coming out to your friends, like you're bringing them new and different information. So it's, it's, it's all very beautiful. These are, these are a great trio of cards. They're all very positive. Yeah. Thank you. This, oh man, this has been a treat. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I've had a really great last few days and I've been trying to like, been riding the high and trying to be in the moment, live in the moment and enjoy the good times and the high just keep going. <laughs> I love that. Jeff, you just seem to have such a positive outlook and I'm, and it's, it's, wonderful to hear and have in our environment. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I've learned a lot since my mom left and it's been, it's been bittersweet and good. Yeah. Freaking love you guys. This is great. We freaking love you too. (laughs) All good vibes. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. I love that Jeff pulled one of the same cards. I just feel like there's so many connections and so many things that are just aligning tonight. It's so special. It is so cool. And I do want to, I want to um, say that, you know, when I put the cards back into the deck, I stagger them. I don't just take the, you know, the three, same yeah. three cards, swap them. I, I put them, you know, I mix them into the deck. And then the whole time that folks are talking to me, I'm just shuffling, 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 shuffling. So it is really stunning to see, you know, different cards kind of keep popping up. It really, it really does seem to say that there's like a particular, you know, vibe in the air that we're all working with in our own special way. Yeah. 
Well, should we bring uh, one more? Yeah, I said Perla. For... So Perla will be the last one. And I oh, know yes. there's so many of you in this list and all of you want to get your cards read. But again, the good please... news is you can on Thursday. Yes, Thursday at 5 p.m. this week. Yeah. Oh. And also, as Michelle said earlier, you can you can also send her a message on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll read those out loud and I'll keep you anonymous. I don't say names um, on the show on Ask, Ask the Tarot. Oh, amazing. Hi, Perla. Hi. Oh, my gosh. I am so excited. I'm about to cry. Sabrina and Corinne, I am hardcore fangirling right now. (laughs) I'm like, I when I talk about you guys to my husband, I'm it sounds like I'm talking about friends that I actually know. And I when Corinne, you got engaged, I was like, oh, Mike, we were in the car together. And I just screamed. I was like, oh, you got engaged. And he's like, who? I said, Corinne from TNT. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Oh, my God. I'm like crying. I was like, so oh, sweet. I have heart. Oh, I have so many chills. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, you don't have to apologize. This, this is the point. Like, we feel the same way. I know Sabrina and I have said it so many times, but like, we feel the same way about you and everyone else when we find out that someone listens we're like oh my god you listen and also just from getting to know people here and on the facebook group and and all over the community we we do know a lot about everybody and each other so you're not alone this isn't a one-sided friendship here we're friends with you too (laughs) that makes me so happy and i'm gonna take those words until i die because this is like one of the best nights. <laughs> well, I'll get a communal tattoo. Everybody here. Yes. <laughs> um, anyway, so I just, um, I guess something that I've been struggling with is I'm trying to figure out if I should continue um, with my college schooling. Um, I am 29 years old. I'm happily married. I don't get to see my husband um, as much as I would like. He works uh, for two different fire departments in our city. And I, we also have an almost two-year-old um, planning to hopefully get pregnant by the end of the year. Um, I do school part-time while I also work full-time at home um, because of COVID. Um, so it's a lot that I do handle Um And sometimes it gets very overwhelming while I do have my classes going on. And I just feel like I'm constantly busy and being pulled. And lately I've just been wondering, um, I guess, am I, am I in the future going to regret that I'm spending so much time studying and doing homework and focusing on work and school and maybe not as much my husband and my son, even though I try to spend as much time as I can with him. So I guess I'm just trying to figure out, do I continue? Do I stop? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's a really clear question. And that's, yeah, you're doing so much. So I, I, the first three cards I, I shuffled asking the tarot, what does it look like for you to continue just going to school? Cause that's what you're doing right now. Right. So what does it look like? Um, um, okay. I want to see both of these things. I want to compare and contrast. Sometimes both options are a little rough. Um, because that's life. Um, so I'm going to tell you in both of these options, it, you look truly torn. Um, and that, and that does look hard. Um, so, you know, the first thing I'm going to say for the three cards for staying in school, the first one is the princess of discs. She's such a hard worker and she's pregnant. <laughs> she's one of the pregnant 
cards. And she's one of, you know, she's the only pregnant card in this tarot. So will you be getting pregnant? Yes, I think you will be. Um, so, but also, you know, you already do have a child, right? And so it's like, you know, the image um, of her is she's this woman who's, and right behind her is this tangle of trees. So, you know, she's just, she just has been through it. You know, it's been a hard it's been a hard climb, but she's here and she's got something to share. So, you know, my guess is that what's keeping you in school is just like you've already been doing it. You've already been working towards something. Right. And, you know, do you want to turn away when when, you know, you've already struggled so much like it does it make it feel like it's for nothing? You know what you've already invested. Um, the next card that comes up is the adjustment card. Can I ask you your sign? Aries. Aries. Okay. Um, the adjustment card is a riff on the justice card um, in the tarot. It's a Libra card. And so, you know, in the, in the way that she retains a little bit of justice, when this card comes up, we're off, we're often having to make a really hard decision and really balancing the pros and the cons. And, you know, there's almost a sense of justice or morality behind it, like needing to make the right decision. Like the stakes might feel a little high. It's also about balance. You know, this, this version of it, the adjustment version is a little more about balance when it comes up it's like can you can you balance this you know like you're balancing a lot here you know wanting to have quality time with your partner and be there for your kid and and also you know be in school and like furthering your own intellect and career like that's so much and so you know if you do stay yeah it's it seems like that balance is going to the 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 struggle to maintain a balance is going to continue to define the experience a little bit. You know, I think that when the adjustment card comes up, we often feel out of balance because it's usually a situation that swings here and there. Like you can't just really master it. Like some days it's going to be hard. Some days it's not. Some days you have a little time over here. Sometimes you don't. So I think it's going to be more of that. Um, the, the card that feels the most persuasive to me is this one at the end, and it's the Ten of Wands. This card hasn't come up for anyone tonight. It's called Oppression, <laughs> okay? And it's a hard card. When this card comes up, it's basically like, why did I think this was a good idea? I fucking hate this. I hate this, and I feel trapped, you know? It's... um. It's Saturn and Sagittarius. Sagittarius, very similar to Aries, um, fire sign, lots of optimism, lots of this like sense of invincibility. Like I can do anything, you know, I got tons of energy. I can, I can do it, you know, and then Saturn comes in and Saturn's the big daddy of limitations and consequences in the sky. And Saturn comes in and is like, actually, you're just a mere mortal like everyone else. And you have a wall that you can hit a wall too, you know, and you have limitations and, you know, in the, um, the rider weight uh, influence decks. Usually this image is of a person who has 10 big sticks on their back and they're kind of walking to a village and it just looks awful. It looks so painful. And you're like, why don't they put it down and, you know, make a couple trips or ask for help. And, but there's this sense that they're just in it on their own and they gotta, they have to just do it. So, you know, obviously that's not true. And you know, that's not true. You know, you don't have to do it. That's why you're asking this question, but that card at the end really drives home how, how um, much you don't want to do this, <laughs> how trapped you feel. Um, so here's the situation. Now, if you, if you quit school, it's going to be, a, it's going to be bumpy for you at first. Okay. Um, the first card that comes up is the seven of cups, which is a super emotional card. It's called debauch in this, um, in, in this deck, um, again, because they all have crazy names. And what, what I really see it is about is like the, the debauch card represents 
um, coping mechanisms that have run their course. You know, we all have them. We all have that thing that we did to sort of make ourselves feel better. And then at some point you're like, oh, is that actually super dysfunctional and toxic? You know, or does it simply not work anymore? Do I need to level up my coping skills? So you might find yourself um, suddenly at home, you know, and not not um, super, super occupied. And that might feel like you're missing something in this funny way, you know, like you might feel that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. Um, your outcome card for, for quitting is the star, which to me is saying, actually, you probably should maybe n- stop going to school, not for, for not forever, but for now, um, just to kind of, you know, get ahead of myself for a minute. But before you get to that place of the star and really feeling like, yes, I did the right thing. This is my truth. You know, it might look weird to other people. It might not be what I thought it was, but like, I want, this is what I want right now. Before you can really sit in that, it looks like you have to walk through just this little swamp of like, Oh God, but now I feel weird. I'm bored. Like, what am I doing with myself? Like, what do I, what do I do with myself when I'm not, you know, completely occupied all the time? Um, can I ask you, do you feel like you have any sort of workaholic tendencies? Um, yes, I actually get that from my mom and I'm trying to fix that. I'm actively trying to fix it. I do not have a therapist. I'm my own therapist. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I, as an adult, realized um, the toxic part of me that, um, yes, I do not like to take days off of work. And I it's more of like I feel guilty doing that. OK, that's I'm so glad I asked. And thank you for sharing that, because that is going to super come up for you. OK. Um, and, you know, you might want it. You might find yourself wanting a therapist at some point um, because that's it's that's a that's a real that's a real uh, a holic, you know, like that is that is um, its own drug for sure. You know, I, I'm a sober alcoholic. And before I got sober, I didn't understand how things like work or sex or food or shopping could be you know, something that people were addicted to. It didn't make any sense to me. Um, but now I understand that we can use anything to sort of keep ourselves from ourselves in a way. So I think that, you know, whatever, whatever you use work to sort of run from, it's going to come up for you. So just know that um, the next card that you have is that futility card, the seven of swords. Um, I'm seeing that's moon in Aquarius, which is interesting because your final card, which is so positive is an Aquarius card, but you know, there's two, every sign has its shadow. And, you know, the idea with the futility card is like a feeling of like, I've bitten off more than I can chew. Right. So I think that, you know, first you get hit, there are two sevens. And in the tarot, seven is the number of emotions. It's an emotional number where the emotions are leading. And so, you know, a lot of times our emotions aren't, you know, feelings aren't facts, you know, so it, it can be, it, they can be, it can be a hard number. So it looks like first you get a little walloped by, um, you know, fe- feeling like, oh God, I've let go of my, my sort of comfort blanket, my, my drug, whatever it is, you know, and that feels really weird. And I don't really know what to do, how to fill that. How do you fill that? And then comes the seven of swords, the futility card. Why did I think I could do this? Why did I think this was a good idea? Like, just prepare to have a moment where you feel a little fucked up from it. Um, I do want to say that I still think it's the best thing for you, especially knowing that you're dealing with workaholism, you know, that, which is super real. That star card is going to save you. I mean, that star card is you, um, 
just like dealing with this really. I mean, how, how interesting, like, you know, people, people lose a lot of precious time in their life due to workaholism. Right. And, and there was, there were shades of that when you were first explaining your question that like, will you regret missing out, you know, on these moments with your family, these human emotional moments. And so it's like, those are the things we do lose, you know, when workaholism is, is, is up um, and not being dealt with. So I feel like this is a question that's even a little deeper than like, you know, how do I want to structure my days because I'm a mom and I need to make some logistical choices. It's actually much deeper than that. It's like, are you also going to deal with your workaholism? And with that star card at the end, it's the most beautiful light at the end of the tunnel. It's like, there really is a way through this for you. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to let people know if, if you're struggling, um, you know, the star card, uh, that, that Aquarius energy is super humanistic. It loves humanity. It's, um, you know, it's, it's not afraid to be just like a, a, a person among people. So like definitely let people know where you're at. Does that make sense? Yes. And thank you so much. I really did not want to interrupt you during your whole spiel because it was to the T <laughs> my emotions when you said, um, I believe it was the first card, just kind of feeling like I've already gotten this far. Like, why should I stop now? Like I'm so because I'm part time to get my associates, it's a four year you know, um, Hill. And I'm, I just, this spring semester would be my halfway mark. And so what I've been asking myself is, do I really want to quit when I've already done two full years? I mean, I was pregnant. I was in labor throughout this whole, you know, everything. And, um, you saying, you know, maybe just take a break is something that's been on the back of my mind. I don't think I want to fully quit, but I'm wondering, Okay, maybe I'll take a break next year. Um, And the whole asking for help, I don't ask for help. I assume that I um, I don't really ask my husband for help because I I feel like he already has a lot on his plate and I don't want to add to it. And I um, kind of have this thing about me where I feel too proud um, to show off those type of emotions and to kind of ask for help. Mm-hmm. Um, but every card that you pulled and the way that you explained it just really, I mean, to the team matched my emotions and how I interact about this situation. So thank you so much. I'm, <laughs> I'm on the verge of tears. Oh, I'm so I'm, glad that it was. This is incredible. And also Perla, I think this is a, something that everyone can learn from is asking for help and it's okay to ask for help. And that's what having a community of people around you is for. Yes. Thank you. And I'm, I'm kind of really glad too, that you brought in, um, you know, the whole work ethic um, topic, because that's also something, like I said, I'm struggling with and I'm trying to fix that part of me. Um, I unfortunately grew up with parents that I felt like in my childhood, um, they cared more about work than my sisters and I. And it just seemed like it was always work, work, work around the house. And I don't want my son to grow up with that type of atmosphere, which is why I'm trying to change my work ethic. That's so great. That's so great. It's like really breaking a cycle. That's awesome. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you so thank much. You, I know we went Carla. over a little bit, but uh, I appreciate it. And I love you girls again. You guys are like my best friends that you guys don't oh. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. And now we are friends. We know so much about you and we're so excited for the journey ahead for you. 
Great. I can't wait for the wedding, Corinne. I will yeah. fly in um, a couple of days before I <laughs> Great. hang out. <laughs> Perfect. Destination yeah. wedding. Thank we'll go somewhere spooky. I'll give you the details. <laughs> Perfect. I can't wait. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Oh, this was amazing, Michelle. I feel like, I mean, we are so glad you were able to join us. I feel like you, we made you do all the work, but it was so... <laughs> fun and and Corinne and I were just messaging each other as this was going just like how enjoyable this has been and we're just so grateful thank you so much I know oh welcome it's just it was so sweet to get invited by you guys I love what you do I love this community here so it was it was a joy thank you we're such big fans of yours so thank you we're there aren't words to describe how grateful <laughs> we are for tonight. And yeah. I think everybody else is feeling it too. So yes. I'm so happy. I'm, I feel very grateful for it also. So everyone, please go check out all of Michelle's great things. She will be on Spotify live on Thursday at 5 PM this week, but it's usually at 6 PM. Mm-hmm. And Yes. And I do want to say this one thing real fast. I know we're, we're over and maybe you guys have like dinner waiting for you, but um, because I'm telling people, you know, to find me on Instagram, send me, you know, your stuff. If you follow me on Instagram, it's very, very possible. I almost want to say likely, but it's just too heartbreaking that you will also be followed by a scammer pretending to be me who will reach out oh, to no. you with a totally cloned account that looks like my account. And they're going to use weird language that I'll, I promise I'll never use and call like call you like grand rising star beloved or I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, they haven't mastered the language yet. They've cloned the site but you know the the page but not the language but yeah they are basically saying oh you know spirit is talking to me and they've told me that you really need a reading and people feel really special that that happens and they give this person sixty dollars and then they vanish because it's not me so please no i will never do that no no reputable tarot reader will ever reach out to you and say hey i i'm feeling called to you i want to give you a reading like that doesn't happen if you want a reading from a practitioner you have to contact them. They will slot you into their calendar. It's a whole thing. So so please be really aware of that and tell other people because people are really getting scammed and, and it is heartbreaking. Oh, they, I hate that. I do too. It's like they get people when they're vulnerable. They're like, yeah, oh my God, actually, I just was broken up with. This is amazing. You know, it's like so awful. Like that is awful. people's vulnerability. So, yeah. so, so be wise. Good to know. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Everyone watch out. Yeah. Well, thank you everyone so much. We love you all and we'll be back here next week and we'll be sharing ghost stories again. And Michelle, we will be there on Thursday and can't hear more. Oh my God. Thank you. It'll be so fun to see you guys. Have a great uh, time until then. <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. And we will see you on the <laughs> other side. Thanks again for listening. Here's a reminder that you can catch Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And if you want to join the conversation or share your ghost stories with us, just download the Spotify Live app available in the App Store now and sign up for free. You can even use your Spotify login. Easy. Every Tuesday, we're chatting with you about all the ghostly and spooky encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night and unable to sleep, hence the campfire. So download Spotify live for free today and follow Campfire Stories to get notified every time we light the fire. We cannot wait to hear your ghost stories.